Vision 180. Live different. Different. Watch me come to Well, joining me on the show tonight all the way from the US is Joshua Micah. Hey, Joshua. Great to see you. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. Thanks for having me. First time doing an interview via Zoom. So it's actually, I think I'm going to do all my interviews like this from now on. It's great to be able to, to see you. Like we started playing your music on Vision 180 about like two years ago. Wow. I mean, we've only been going as a station, you like the, our youth station for a couple of years. So... Um, yeah, about two years ago, and then you kind of dropped off for a little while, and you're back. So what happened mm-hmm. over the, the past two years? Tell us what you've been up to. Yeah, so, um, man, we're in, whew, we're in 2020 already. Oh, my God. It's so weird to say that. I know. Um, so, uh, first of all, thank you so much for, for playing the songs. Um, I think it's so cool. I, I've never been to Australia before, um, but to think that, there's people out there that are supportive and everything is just, it's so cool. I never, never thought that would be possible. So thank you. Um, so in in 2018, I had kind of a crazy year, uh, in a good way. Um, I would say 2018 was kind of the year that made this, um, more, I guess, real to me. Um, basically I moved to Los Angeles and I didn't really want to be an artist. I was just writing for other people and, and, um, mainly working on, um, it's called like TV and sync work where, um, you write music and you make tracks and songs for specifically for like scenes and TV shows and trailers and that kind of stuff. Oh, um, wow. and the idea of that, yeah, like the idea of that was really, really cool to me. And I had an opportunity, uh, with a company out there. So I moved there and I did that for about, about a year. And I just realized it just wasn't for me. I kind of had this moment where I just, I just felt like, like I said, like it just wasn't it. And I was like, all right, God, like, why am I here? Like, I feel like you brought me here. Mm. And I remember um, <laughs> I was uh, I was in my apartment in my, my crappy Hollywood apartment that I had two of my two of my friends who moved there with me. And we were like barely making rent. We were just surviving every month, just survival mode. I remember just like laying on my back on my apartment floor. And um, I had heard a song. It's called Tremble by Mosaic. And yeah. I was I was at their church like the week before and they played that song and I was just like so moved by that song and uh, just laying there and I was like, all right, God, like, what do I do? And I just felt so clearly like in my soul, I didn't hear like an audible voice, like none of that. I just had this feeling in my, in my, in my heart that was just like, I want you to make music again, but I want you to make it for me. And that's all that I felt. And I was like excited, but also like scared and kind of nervous. Like, how am I going to do this? Whatever. And so like, I called, I called my brother. I have two older brothers um, that I'm really close with. I called my brother and I was like, Hey, like this just happened. What do you think? And he was like, yeah, dude, we've been telling you to do that for the past like five or six years. (laughs) You're like totally unsurprised. Make music and be an artist and like do it for God. And so it was just cool to kind of have like some, I guess, confirmation. to play i think the the first song that you released which is called parachute but you were telling us before about how you got into music so when you moved to hollywood and you started off there how did you then get into the music scene yeah um um i went to a church in hollywood that i 
I had never gone to before. I went and I was with my friend and I remember like turning to my friend and being like, hey dude, um, we're kind of like, we're new to LA and stuff. Let's just hang out for like two minutes after and just like say hi to someone. And just, you know, we didn't really have any friends out there or anything. And so sure enough, after the service was done, it was just like a bigger church. There's a lot of people in there. And so I turn around and I make friends with these three guys. And um, we start hanging out like for about a month or two outside of church, just hanging, um, just became really good friends and found out they had just moved to LA and they were doing production and writing um, as well, like all, all music stuff. And so I just one day was like, hey, guys, I have a song that I want to record and like, you know, uh, and put out. And so we just did it. And it was a song called Parachute. It took us a while, but we finally got the song to where we wanted it. And so I had this song. I had no label, no manager, no team. At the time, I had this app called Vine. Oh, um, yes. Back you in remember the day? Vine? Yeah, there was like, it's like the TikTok of 2015. Yeah, it, <laughs> exactly. And at the time, like I had a big following on that app, Vine. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to put the song out to these people. And I remember emailing. I like sent the song in an email to... It's like four or five uh, different like Christian radio stations in the States. And I attached the song, which is like the most unprofessional thing to do. Like, you're not supposed to do that. They're not, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, they're not going to play this. They're not going to open it. No one knows who I am. But I was like, hey, I have this, I have a, about like 800,000 people who follow me on this app Vine. I'll tell them to tune in to your station if you play my song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bribe them always. <laughs> And, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Like, I was like, I got to leverage something. Um, and sure enough, there was a, a radio station in St. Louis um, called Boost, a guy named Mike Couchman, and he played Parachute and then passed it around to uh, some of his friends who run radio stations around the country and stuff. And so uh, I started getting radio play on, on this song. And again, I had no team or anything. And then I got a call out of the blue from a guy named Josh Lorich, who's um, uh, a radio promoter in Christian music. And nice. um, he called me when I was in LA. He was like, hey man, um, I heard your song Parachute. I think it's great. I would love to promote it to radio, like for real. So he took it to radio and it became a number one song on the Christian pop charts. And so at the time that was like, I was not expecting that to be a possibility. And so after that, I put out a song called Who Says, which also did really well. And then from then, it's like I started getting tour offers, uh, booking company, all this stuff. Come the end of beginning of 2018, I had no team and like really nothing set in place. But we started getting this ball rolling really fast. And so uh, in 2018, I was just playing a ton of shows and touring. And then I had to put together a team. Mm. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to take some time find me a manager. I didn't even have a manager, which, you know, I was playing shows with these people that have been doing this for such a long time. And they're like, who's your manager? And I'm like, me. And they're like, what, dude? They're like, you need a manager. You need a label. Like, what do you, you, you got to get this stuff. I just took their advice, but I didn't want to rush anything. So I kind of took my time, took a little bit of time off to find those relationships. And now we're up and running again. So. The single you released the start of this year, I was like, what? Joshua Mark is back. And I think everyone else probably had the same reaction. It's like, what? What? Like, wow, what happened to him? Like, where did he go? And, and now he's back with a, the new single. So tell us about the new one. It's called Moving Through Me. What's the story behind it? Yeah, that came out in January. Yeah. I wrote that. So January feels like three years ago. <laughs> I know. Um, 
I wrote most of Moving Through Me on a plane, which is kind of funny. Um, I always, when I'm flying, I always have my laptop out and I'll, I'll bring like a, sometimes I'll bring like a little keyboard with me that like fits in my lap. And so I made the demo for Moving Through Me and, and wrote a lot of it on, on the plane. Oh, wow. Um, and it was just one of those songs that like when I showed my team and my guys, they were like, this is sweet. Like go and finish this. So the song to me was basically, I just wanted to write a song that talked about how uh, a lot of times we kind of just doubt ourselves and we forget that like the spirit of God is within us which is like, it's kind of almost like a superpower. Like mm. we can pray and like God does crazy stuff. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a superpower almost. <laughs> so I kind of <laughs> wrote it like, like that. So even just like a reminder of myself, like when I feel like I can't do something or whatever, it's like, no, like I, I have the Lord with me. Like I can really do anything that I, I set my mind to and, and whatever. So, and mm-hmm. I mean, God has really shown that power in your life. I was reading a little bit of your bio on the internet uh, but it did say yeah. that when you were eight, you had a, a disease and then God healed you from it. So tell us that story. That sounds amazing. Yeah, I actually don't really tell this story much. Um, I I guess I just really haven't had the opportunity to. So thanks for finding that. That's cool. Um, it, it's a pretty <laughs> crazy. It's a pretty crazy story. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I was eight years old. I, I remember waking up for school one day. I like got out of bed and there were like black and blue spots like all over my body and like even in my lips and stuff. Wow. And they almost look like bruises, like chicken pox, kind of like out of the blue, random. And so like we went to the hospital and everything and we found out it was this like rare blood disease. And um, it was, I read some stat afterwards that it's like one in 5 million children get it or something. Wow. So they didn't really know how to treat it. And so here I was in the hospital and they put me in a cancer ward, like with cancer patients and Aww. cancer children, because they didn't have anything dedicated to, to this disease. And, you know, thankfully my parents are believers and uh, my, you know, our, our home church was like praying for me and all that stuff. And I even, uh, obviously I'm, I'm alive now. It was, mm. it was a miracle, a complete miracle. Um, even the doctor said uh, that it was, it was a miracle. Yeah. Um, and I think for a doctor to, you know, like a man of science yeah, <laughs> to, to that, say that huge. was like, whoa. So um, I, I just really believe like that God healed me through that. And, you know, when you have something like that happen to you, it's it'll really kind of change the course of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's that's my testimony. Well, at this point of the interview, I'm normally asking, like, what are your plans for this year? But everything's been cancelled. So, I mean, are you going to release a new album soon or EP? And what were your plans, I guess, for this year? Yeah. So, um, basically, for the rest of the year, I'll be putting out a song every month. Um, So, I have, like, a new song coming out next month as well. Um, And I'll be doing an EP uh, for now. And then I'll be working on an album at the end of the year. But come the fall... I was planning on doing a bunch of shows, like my own my own shows, like Aww. headlining my own shows, and I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh, um, <laughs> you so know? frustrating, yeah. Which which sucks because like this was gonna be my first time doing my own shows. Yeah. Uh, so far, it's I've been opening for people on their tours and you know like festivals and stuff like that. But it was like my goal this year was come fall, I want to pick some major cities and go and and play. So, yeah, so true. I think we've all had to kind of figure out. You know, because we all have these plans in our minds, like what this year is going to look like. And like, you know, because I booked in things and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this and this and this. And then this comes and it's like, 
what's like, you know, God, like, God, what's happening? It's like my life is on hold at the moment. And so yeah. for me, I've been trying to figure out, you know, what is God doing in this season? You know, he doesn't put himself on hold. He keeps going. What have you learned in this whole season that everyone's going through at the moment? Well, what you just said, um, mm. yeah, I, I think the biggest thing that I'm learning during this time is about myself. I don't know if you're if you've done like the Enneagram tests or anything like yeah. that. <laughs> One of my Christian yeah. friends made me do it. She's like, I bet you're yeah. a four or what I don't I don't even know what they <laughs> are, but I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm the type that's like a, it's a three, so it's very like career driven and all that kind of stuff. And I was just realizing like I was trying during this whole quarantine time, I've just been trying so hard to stay busy for the sake of staying busy. Mm. just to like work. And I feel like I've kind of just hit like a reset button recently in my mind and just realized like God doesn't need me to do all that extra stuff because it's not even necessarily productive. Mm. Um, it's just me trying to be extra productive. Um, and it's funny because like the second I kind of backed off and was like realizing like God can work with without me, <laughs> like behind the scenes and like set things up because that's how he works. Then like stuff started happening, which is super weird. But I don't know. I'm just realizing like, we just got to learn how to do what you got to do and then do stuff that like fills your soul. Like do stuff that like makes you happy because that's just as important as like working, you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's It's been cool. Anyway, <laughs> um, it's been great to chat with you and, you know, see you in... Yeah, I won't look like a caveman when <laughs> I meet you one day in person. <laughs> you remind me of the guy of Arrow. You know, have you seen Arrow on TV? Oh, because of my hood? I yeah, know. <laughs> you've got a hood on and you have the beard going on. So you look like yeah. Yeah, the guy of Arrow. And Maybe like, this will be the new look. Maybe I'll, just, I'll, I'll, I'll ride this look, like the Robin Hood look, for like a year. That will be my new look <laughs> for the new music. <laughs> I th- yeah, that sounds good. Oh, well, it's so great to chat with you and all the best for this year. I hope it all works itself out and look forward to hearing new music. So thanks Thank for so joining me, too. Joshua. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.